Hello and welcome to 2007 Film Festival Reviews with the upcoming happenings at the independent film festivals. This is Christina Kotler and it's hard to believe that it's already been a year since I went out west to the Sundance Film Festival. It's coming up quickly, January 18th to the 28th, starting on Thursday of next week. As noted in my last podcast of 2006, Moet Night, I wasn't podcasting at that time last year, but I was writing for a print publication and I did write a day-by-day account, a blog, that's on the Film Festival Reviews website, filmfestivalreviews.com, and I'll go back to see where I'd been and what I'd done. For the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be focusing on this festival because it epitomizes the American indie film. I'll find some threads to follow, films and forums, parties and presentations, and filmmakers with their films. But before I do that, I want to ask podcast listeners to please take 10 minutes of your time, go to the filmfestivalreviews.com website, and click on the short listener survey button. It's a way for me to know who's the listener and what you think of the show and how I could make it better. So thank you for your time and enjoy the show. Okay, here's the Sundance Film Festival in Park City, Utah, a historic mining town and ski resort where some 45,000 people descend upon it, literally, for almost two weeks' time. I'm a skier and a spoiled one with going out west for so many years. I love the powder. And one year, a very long time ago, our ski club wound up in Park City during the Sundance Film Festival. I confess I was more into skiing than film festivals at the time. Love the powder. But I did get to see a couple of films during the week. It left quite an impression on me, that combination, skiing, and then going to watch some independent films, artsy films, everyone would call them. But I loved it, and still do. Anyway, getting back to this festival, let's just say it's huge. And from the website where I start with my how to festival plan, I find their numbers still a bit overwhelming. It's one thing if you're in a large international city like Toronto, where people naturally fill in the downtown area and then disperse into the surrounding suburbs. Park City is a one-horse town with its main street really being Main Street. It was basically a tourist destination and a ski resort. And now in the dead of winter, cold, cold January, thousands of people come out here to stand online for tickets to see films no one has ever heard of yet. Sundance is looked upon as a place to see the best new works by American and international filmmakers, and it represents 25 countries with almost 60 first and second time filmmakers. This to me makes a lot of sense because the opportunity to get new films out at Sundance should go to new emerging filmmakers. So out of 3,287 submissions, 1,852 were U.S. films and 2,435 were international. Out of these accepted, 122 feature films 
82 world premieres, 24 North American premieres, and 10 U.S. premieres. I read a lot of press releases since the films and screening schedules were announced, and one of the things that I noted was a remark that somehow there are different and transforming the old idea of the American indie film. And I got to thinking, asking, what is the American indie film? You hear about the complex stories that extend beyond personal, geographic, and artistic borders, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but what is the American indie film? I looked it up in the Wikipedia, and on the definition of independent film reads, an independent film or indie film is a film initially produced without financing or distribution from a major movie studio. Okay, historically, the roots of independent film goes back to the turn of the 20th century when early pioneer filmmakers stood up to the control of the Motion Picture Patents Company, which was part of the Edison Trust. Uh, the filmmakers built their own cameras and then relocated to Southern California, where the next frontier of the American film industry takes shape, as well as the formation of the Hollywood studio system. This was also the time when film production companies left the birthplace of filmmaking industry, Fort Lee, New Jersey. As we know, the Hollywood studio system became very powerful, and then some filmmakers once again went out on their own to become mavericks, finding ways to make their films and tell their stories. When it comes down to it, Hollywood keeps its eye on the bottom line. After all, it is a business. Indie filmmakers, however, continue to look for new roads, coming up with a range of filmmaking styles such as experimental film and underground film, using new digital technologies, breaking through expensive barriers of traditional filmmaking, and while the major commercial film industry is located in LA, uh, one-third of the independent films in the United States are produced in New York. Here's where the film festival and Sundance is synonymous with independent filmmaking comes an opportunity to showcase films, world premieres, North American premieres, and U.S. premieres, with the award winners often getting picked up for distribution by the major film studios as well as independent distributors for the ultimate prize, a worldwide release. So the American independent film is a movement that's supposed to reinvest originality into films. And the films chosen at this year's festival are supposed to be the products of the writer, director, and cinematographer's artistic vision endeavors that includes ultimate artistic control over the final product without the same level of concern for financial success as studio productions. Sounds too good to be true? Is that really what's going on here? I don't know. 
Some will say that's no longer the case here, since a lot of major studios have created independent spin-off companies that are actually anything but independent in an attempt to capitalize on the indie film market. Yet last year, once the paparazzi left town after the first weekend and I got past the hype, I met a lot of filmmakers who still hold on to that idea of telling their stories maybe from a different point of view or a different way of telling the story that stands a cut above the rest. We'll see if that's the case here as I follow the trail of indie films, forums, and filmmakers into an incredible vista of mountains in the background. Now some of the films I will look out for include short films and animations. I saw that One Rat Short at the B Films, the Underground Film Festival in October, where Alex Weil talked about this short film with Bill Plimpton, who had uh, some really good things to say about it. Also, a short film titled Happiness, Sophie Bartes is director, screenwriter, and Andre Parek, cinematographer. I've seen this filmmaking team in collaboration before at the Tribeca Film Festival, and I look forward to this film. I always keep an eye out for documentaries that are world premieres or U.S. premieres, such as uh, Manufactured Landscapes, a documentary based on Edward Burtinsky's photographs, which I saw the film at uh, the Toronto Film Festival. And Sundance has the Native American and Indigenous Filmmakers Annual Native Forum, which is a presentation of films by Native American and Indigenous filmmakers. It features panel discussions, filmmaker workshops, and networking events, and this year's Native American and Indigenous filmmakers are from New Zealand, the U.S., Philippines, and includes two short films and four features screening in the competition and spectrum categories. Also, a lot of diverse new works are slated for the non-competitive premieres and Spectrum, Midnight, and New Frontier sections. Uh, the premieres will show 17 features, with all but one being world premieres. The Spectrum includes 24 films from around the world, both dramatic and documentary. Eight pictures fill the Park City at Midnight Sidebar. New Frontier is an expansion of Sundance's focus on experimental films and it will include media installations, media-based performances, and panel discussions at a new venue called New Frontier on Main, located across from the venerable and absolutely magnificent Egyptian theater, one of my favorite historic theaters. I love this place. Of course, there will be lots of panels and events scheduled, and one I think is very important for future films is Film Preservation 101, a discussion about preserving the past inheritance of independent film. For more in that area of films, their preservation and restoration, check out the Fort Lee Film Commission website. That's where it all began, independent filmmaking in Fort Lee, New Jersey, because before... <laughs> I laugh when I hear this because before there was Hollywood, there was Fort Lee. Yeah. Ooh, K 
Okay, this all sounds good. It's a good start, and I recommend going on the Sundance Film Festival website for more information on the schedule, time and place, and how to get around, and all that other good stuff. Uh, you can go also go on to filmfestivalreviews.com. I'll have links to the sites available as well as other information uh, that. Um, I will be gathering for the How to Festival page. I recall a book about How to Festival, and from that book I had my backpack ready, water, pens and pads, and extra socks, and, and from my experience last year I can say that I was prepared to be out and about the entire day and into the night, so I'll make sure I have the things that easily translate. It is a very casual atmosphere, and sometimes those streets and roads get wet and sloppy, so um, stay warm. Okay, next show, we'll hear from some filmmakers before they head west, and we'll hear more about the Women's Film Network, a place for women to gain full access and a prominent voice in the production and dissemination of the powerful images that influence our society. They recommend movies and programs about women made by women. Lastly, I want to thank the great Mac men and mavens at the Apple Store in Short Hills, New Jersey. I am forever amazed at the way this technology is changing, the way I work and what it all sounds like after I'm done. I'm just one step ahead of the game here and my next film festival destination will be recorded live on an iPod. All the film festival reviews is made on a Mac. I just love it. So tune in, check it out, take the listener survey. It's all on filmfestivalreviews.com and listed on iTunes. So there you have it. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>